0: Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to week two of our podcast, our weekly discussion podcast, where we're spending some time talking in more depth about our weekly teaching. Yeah. I'm Pastor Kyle.
1: And I'm Pastor Holly.
0: And we are so excited to be able to be doing this. It's really great. So today we're going to jump in and start talking about the second of our uh, our weekly teachings on, on Rhythms of Grace, which is Prayer.
1: Prayer, yeah. Yeah, a good
0: one. it's a good one. And, uh, y- you know, Pastor Holly, I know you're probably a uh, a prayer expert. <laughs> <laughs> is there such a
1: thing? I'm not sure I've ever met a prayer expert. Yeah,
0: I know, probably would be not.
1: dubious if they called themselves <laughs> that. <laughs> yes, that's right,
0: absolutely. Well, I, and you just articulated right from the beginning something I think is important to, to realize, which yeah. is, um, I, I heard it said once that the only people who... Uh, think that they really know how to pray are people who are just beginning in prayer.
1: That's, that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> but the
0: longer you go, you, the more you realize that there's so much to learn, yes. uh, to develop and to grow. And uh, so we're hopeful to be able to do that some together.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Always so much more to learn because there's um, because it's it's talking with God, right? Yeah. So you can never uh, mine those riches completely.
0: Yes, absolutely. And, uh, yeah. You know, uh, so we're going to provide some resources on our website uh, for uh, more opportunities to learn and dive into to these things. One of the things, one of the resources that we're going to... Uh, Uh, suggest is an author named Richard Foster. Oh, yeah. I love Richard Foster. Yes, for Uh, sure. He's a Quaker author, um, (laughs) but has just some incredible writing on prayer. Yeah. One of the things that he says, and I point this out in the message, one of the things that he says is this. I'm going to quote from his book called Prayer. It says, today we yearn for prayer and we hide from prayer. We are attracted to it and we're repelled by it. We believe prayer is something that we should do, even something that we want to do, but it seems as though there's a chasm standing between us and actually praying.
1: Yeah, that is right on Richard Foster with the prayer wisdom. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So Pastor Holly, let's talk a little bit about why is prayer a difficult rhythm to develop? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, for me, I think that there's um, sometimes this sense that prayer should be a conversation and I am the only one talking. Yes. Is kind of what it, what it can feel like to me. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think you're right, and sometimes I also think uh, it's difficult in that sense because you don't really know what to say. Yeah, what you maybe we have this sense that we should be saying something, but we just don't know what that is. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's this kind of really difficult uh, kind of experience sometimes.
1: Yeah, and there are definitely days when I, you know, feel like I'm 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 speaking to God. I'm talking yeah. with the God of the universe and how great and mighty and magnificent and. There can be this sense of who am I to even be speaking mm-hmm. to God, but then also, kind of this sense of I should probably be more eloquent. I should probably be more articulate. Like yes, who I'm talking to totally. here, and <laughs> uh, and then I you know kind of shut myself down. Do you ever uh,
0: do you that. ever pray and you use words in your prayer that you would never use like regularly with people? That
1: I would never yeah. <laughs> use. Yeah, I'm like, where did that come from in my should, vocabulary? Yeah. <laughs> it's Like
0: I should put in some these and thighs and, and those. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: There's also you know sometimes. It, we we can think of is it possible to get through a prayer, especially a public prayer, without saying the word "just"?
0: Yeah, <laughs> <Not> <laughs> yes, sure absolutely. That you, can. Yeah. <laughs> you are just right about just. <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we have some good company when when we think about not necessarily knowing how to pray or what to say, yeah. or that we need to develop and grow and learn. Uh, so the the scripture text that we mention in the message is from Luke eleven, mm-hmm. uh, the very beginning of the chapter. And it's this really great kind of moment between Jesus and the disciples uh, where, um, well, uh, where Jesus is praying. And when he gets done, the disciples come to him and they say, hey, Jesus, will you teach us how to pray? Yeah. And there's this really cool, the really cool moment about that is because. Growing up as children in this culture, they would have been taught how to pray.
1: Right. So it's a little
0: interesting that they come and ask Jesus in this moment in their life and with their journey, in their journey with him, that they would ask him to teach them how to pray.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, what did they see in his prayer, and his example of his prayer life that made them think, I want that. Yes. I want to know how to do that.
0: Right. Yeah, and it's this really cool thing, because often rabbis during that time, uh, they would have a particular prayer that they were known for, that their disciples would know and follow. Uh-huh. And it's this really cool moment where Jesus has an opportunity for with his disciples, and they say, well, he says, I'm going to teach you how to pray, I'm going to teach you what to pray. Okay. And he gives them the Lord's Prayer. So we find this in uh, Luke and in Matthew as well.
1: That is... Is so interesting. I didn't know that. So that's... Okay, so this prayer, the Lord's Prayer, is Jesus uh, providing a prayer... Uh, specific to him or kind of, you know, customized by him as yes. a rabbi yes. given to his disciples. Exactly. That's so cool. It's so
0: cool. Wow. And it really, I think it, it's it really shares the heart of who Jesus is, you know, wh- what he uh, prioritizes in terms of prayer. Yeah, um, But then I think the disciples were also interested in how he prayed, because there was a way that Jesus prayed that was interesting, that was different, hmm, and yeah. they wanted to know how to do it. So I think we can relate to the disciples here in this moment where we're all asking, "Hey Jesus, can you teach us how to pray? Because we really don't know what we're doing."
1: Yeah, who better to learn from than than Jesus, who yes. is in communion with His Father all the time?
0: Yes, absolutely. And Holly, you just used a word that I think are re- is really important when we when we're thinking about prayer. Oftentimes, and this may be true of a number of you uh, who are listening, it's been true of me as well, but I think we need to move in our understanding of prayer from communication only to this idea of communion. Oh, yes. So yeah, this kind good. of r- deep relational kind of dynamic back and forth between us and God. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's so good. And that kind of... um helps with the issue we were talking about earlier of the, the one way conversation. So what is that what does that look like if it's if we're moving away from communication to communion? Like what's the where do we see the differences between those two words in prayer?
0: Yeah, so I think uh, one of the big differences is the way that we conceive of prayer relationally. So I mm-hmm. think this is one of the things that the disciples noticed about Jesus, and we see this often in Jesus's prayers that we have in Scripture, mm-hmm. which it's, it's very relational yeah. with, his, with his father, almost like he's talking to a friend or... Um, how you might talk um, in these kind of deep relational ways with your spouse. right. Yeah. Um, you share your 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 thoughts, your feelings, yeah. and sometimes you sometimes you use words, sometimes you don't need yeah. to, right. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I think as we grow in prayer words become less important. Sure. and we kind of realize the significance of just being with God. It wraps so many of these other rhythms in that we've been talking about too, so or that we will be talking about. So, um, the idea of scripture yes. and how we learn about God and who He is, um, the idea of rest, yes. uh, solitude, right worship—you know—all of these kinds of things uh, are wrapped up into this communion aspect of what prayer is.
1: Yes, which makes prayer such a foundational rhythm yeah. for uh, for our lives and for. Uh, just our, our, our walk with God. And um, yeah, you're absolutely right. I love that analogy of a, of a a marriage relationship where it's, um, where, you know, yeah, sometimes words aren't needed. And it is, it seems like the, the more meaningful, the deeper, the richer the relationship, the more that uh, communion can happen without an exchange of information. Yes.
0: Right. right. Absolutely. That's so good. Uh, And I think, Yeah. Moving away from that, it's just an exchange of information, is helpful in our growth in prayer.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So Pastor Holly, one of the things that we are hoping to do throughout the series is to give people some real practical tools uh, to help develop these rhythms. And so uh, we want to share, we shared this in the message, but we want to talk a little bit in more detail about it. But um, in order to try to begin to develop a regular rhythm of prayer. We're going to use the word pray yeah. as an acronym. Oh,
1: of course we are. <laughs> yes, perfect. You yes. know,
0: we, we're really leaning into these acronyms, aren't <laughs> we? Uh, especially, we we use an acronym, the BLESS model for our uh, our discipleship pathway. The BLESS model. Pray. Mm-hmm. Uh, pray as an acronym. I love it. Yeah, totally. So it actually can be really helpful. I mean, yeah. It's a little cheesy, maybe, but it's it's really helpful hey, in giving I can, us some I'll tools. I'll take
1: all the, the memory help I can get yeah. here.
0: Actually, I just want to make mention of, you know, we've had a lot of fun just leaning into the cheesiness of some of these <laughs> ways forward, and we had someone who sent us A Like a rubber block of cheese that I now have sitting right there in my office on my shelf.
1: I can see it. I have one in mine as well. And it's uh, a a great and humbling reminder. So thank you. Thank you, friend. Thank you, friend. We're
0: leaning into the cheese. (laughs) Very good. Uh, Okay. So a couple of of pieces of advice. One one great piece of advice about prayer, just to begin with, and then we'll jump into what does the pray as an acronym mean. (laughs) The first... I think, really good advice for all of us wanting to develop a a regular rhythm of of prayer is to keep it simple, Yep. keep it up, and keep it real.
1: Yeah, that's so good. Yeah.
0: The idea of keeping it simple is, uh, you know, don't be too complicated uh, with your prayer. You don't have to be a theologian. Right. You don't have to be, you don't have to have a dictionary with you to know, like, really super fancy words. Yeah. Be yourself. Yes. Just keep it simple. Um, And if you do that, then I think you're more likely, if you give yourself the permission to keep it simple, then you're more likely to have a regular uh, prayer rhythm in your life.
1: Yeah. I mean, we don't approach uh, our friends with a a scripted, um, you know, going in with this Conversation we're going to have, and we don't expect our kids to have right. uh, their words to us all planned out right. and, and eloquent. And yes. so I, that's that's kind of how I see prayer at its most basic level is just yeah. I'm talking to my dad, yeah. and uh, it, the, and and hopefully the way that my kids would would speak to me, which is just openly and without fear of uh, being criticized for how they're saying things. Yes. It's just simple.
0: There's a great, there's a story that I read, which we include in the message, which is this wonderful image of a father and a son. Mm-hmm. And the son is young and just draws and scribbles these lines, Yeah, gives the picture to his dad and says, dad, can you read my message? <laughs> and the dad is just like, I don't know what to do cuz right. there's no words and I don't know what he what the message is but eventually the dad looks at the son and says I know him I know mm-hmm. his expressions I know his moods I know the the looks of his face and so yeah. then the dad just begins to read this message and when he's done the son says That was great. And so to the son, the dad actually had read this message. But the dad just looked at these scribbles and say, I know my son. And isn't that the same way with our Heavenly Father? Yeah. Which is, he knows our scribbles. He knows our squiggles. Yes, (laughs) that's right. (laughs) He knows our intentions. And sometimes we don't need words. Yeah. Yeah. So... Keep it simple. Keep it
1: simple, uh, and, and, and be yourself. And sometimes I think we may not even quite understand what it is we're we're saying yes. to God ourselves. So but good. to know that He's faithful yeah. and good and merciful to uh, to understand the you know our, our the the inner groanings of our spirit, we yes. might say that um, that even if words will not work for yeah. us, we yeah. sometimes say, uh, you know, I'm at a loss for words. Yeah. and that's okay. That's okay. Yeah.
0: Yes, absolutely. So keep it simple. Keep it up. Uh, I think that's a really be consistent. Yeah. Uh, even if you do, even if it's just a few moments in a day, mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't have to be an hour every day. Right. Uh, but but create some type of pattern where you can be consistent and just keep it up, yes. even if you don't feel like it. Even if you know uh, you're not emotionally connecting with. With wanting to do it, yeah, it's okay.
1: It is, yeah, it is. And I think we have some really great examples in, um, in throughout the Bible, but really just in a lot of ancient traditions yes. of regular prayer times—morning, yes. noon, evening prayer times—and yep. um, and, and yeah, that consistency is is important yes
0: absolutely the last thing for this good advice is just to keep it real yeah. life is hard you don't have to have everything uh everything doesn't need to be okay uh there's, we don't need to wear a mask with god right uh, god knows you we were just talking about that yeah. so if you're hurting tell god you're hurting right uh if you're experiencing joy tell god about it yeah uh, uh, yeah be be real be life real. is difficult God knows
1: and he already knows and and knows what's what's going on in your life and uh, again this just reminds me of you know communicating with with my kids yes. and you know I can tell if they're if you if you get kind of this you know how was your day it was fine yeah oh, it really yes. wasn't fine right <laughs> right but um God knows too yeah, yeah.
0: absolutely so uh, those are some really good advice uh pieces for for moving ahead in a, in a uh, rhythm of prayer. Okay, let's yeah. jump into the let's jump into the acronym pray. Yes, uh,
1: love me a good acronym. Yes, yeah. <laughs> absolutely.
0: And we can use this and this. Don't see these as hard and fast rules like yeah. uh, like a ladder to climb. This is just designed to give some loose structure if you need it right. in terms of how to pray consistently, consistently and regularly. Yeah.
1: Yeah, how do I get started here? Yeah,
0: how do you get started? Okay, so the first uh, letter, P in pray, Mm -hmm. is for pause, Mm. which might seem a little interesting, but um, the best way to begin prayer... Is to stop praying.
1: (laughs) Oh, you better say that again. That was as a mic drop moment. Yes, mic
0: drop things. The the one of the best ways to begin a pattern of prayer or just to begin prayer, uh, a time of prayer is to stop praying, to pause, to be silent, to Mm -hmm. sit in God's presence. And this goes back to, I think, developing that sense of of communion with God. Yeah. uh, Just to to be still. Yeah. Now there's some benefits for being still. I think which are we have a pretty loud and chaotic inner reality sometimes. Yes, we do. Yeah. And we don't always know that. Mm-hmm. And so when we're able to just be still, pause, um, and, and and just wait on God, uh, I think one of the things that we begin to get through that surface noise yeah. that might be distracting to us.
1: Yeah. And, and we are whole people, right? Mm-hmm. So body and mind and... And, and heart, all uh, all is one. So when yeah. we quiet our minds and quiet our bodies, then um, that really is an exercise in, in quieting our hearts as well. Yeah.
0: yeah. It can be recentering, and that's part of the idea, is that we, we want to be centered on God and God's presence. Yeah. And so if we begin a time of prayer by pausing yes. and waiting on the yeah. Lord— uh, that can be this anchoring experience where we don't have to feel pressured to say anything we don't need to know even how to begin we're just waiting on god's presence and and working through all of the inner noise right
1: <laughs> so much inner noise yeah, yeah i love that idea of, of centering and recentering and yeah. and i know you were trained by the quakers yes. pastor kyle so yes. that's that's coming through your quaker roots are that's showing right. here Thanks. Yeah.
0: george fox university right. portland seminary so great <laughs> One of the things I love about the practice that they have is often to center yourself um, uh, to take a a passage of scripture um, Mm -hmm. and maybe in those quiet moments before you begin speaking with God, uh, just to read that passage or that verse over and over uh, as you just linger in silence. And it can be an anchoring moment while you work through all of the kind of chaos of maybe your mind and heart to begin with. Um, and it could be a really helpful practice. Yeah, yeah. that's
1: good. That it, that uh, speaks to a, another rhythm um, that perhaps some of our resources on the website will point people to this. Yes. Another rhythm uh, that is called Lectio Divina, yes, right, of, of focusing on uh, on the Word of God in that way. Yeah. A very centering practice. Very
0: yeah. centering. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so that's P. The, uh, the R, in the acronym, mm. is REJOICE. Yeah. And one of the examples that I read about this, which I really love, so I'll, I'll read here, um, uh, it says this, uh, nobody stares up at the Northern Lights thinking, wow, I'm incredible. <laughs> <laughs> right,
1: right, yeah.
0: Um, but that we're hardwired to wonder and to worship, yeah. and that should be one of the first things that we do in God's presence always. yes is to give Him praise and adoration and recognize Him for who He is, yeah. what He's done in the world, and what He's done in our lives.
1: Yeah, oh, I love the the Northern Lights example. Isn't that true? It really just, um, you know, in that moment, looking at the Northern Lights, looking up at the stars, at any of those moments of just great majesty and magnitude really... Um, those are humbling moments, yeah. but in the presence of God, it's um, it's humbling because we see His greatness. We're recognizing His goodness, His yes. might, and His power. And, and right there in that moment, we're there too. Yes. And how amazing to know that we can stand before God yeah. and that um, as great as He is, that He is mindful of us as yeah. well. Yeah. Isn't that an incredible It's amazing. Uh, yeah.
0: Just thing to think about. Yeah. Just incredible. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is connected to the Lord's prayer when the second the that very next thing after the beginning, um, mm-hmm. is you, you say, Hallowed be your name, Hallowed. recognizing God yeah. for who he is. It's what Jesus tells how Jesus tells us to pray. Yeah. Um, and it's just incredible to recognize what he's done for us, what he's done in the world. Um, and that could be a, a, again, it's a posturing thing. Yeah. Um, uh, as we begin a time of prayer. So we pause, and then we rejoice, mm-hmm. whether that's just a few moments in your heart. Maybe maybe you can actually write something out. Maybe you are in a place where you can actually sing or something like yeah. that. But take those moments, pause, yes. linger with God, and then begin by rejoicing and praising. Okay, so the third uh, step of this process, which is uh, the A, uh, and that is ask. And so we know that prayer means a lot of different things we've been talking about it but yeah. one of the primary things and this is I think where for most of us prayer begins mm-hmm. is where we ask God for things.
1: Yeah, that's our our usually our most basic understanding yeah. of prayer. Yeah. Yeah.
0: In fact as we're going back to Richard Foster and another uh lots of other uh uh, early church fathers, uh, theologians, people mm-hmm. who write on prayer, say that this, they call it simple prayer, which is, that's the, the one of the, it's just the beginning of how we tend to, to yeah. praise. We just, we have lots of things going on in our life, we have lots of concerns, um, and so we just begin to ask God for things.
1: Yeah, I think that's a recognition of, that, that God is uh, a, a provider, yes. a healer, uh, it, all of these things that you know, we we need, we yeah. can't uh, take care of on our own or for ourselves. So,
0: yeah, and we don't want to we don't want to uh, say that this is a bad aspect of prayer. It's right. not. In fact, Jesus teaches us that this in the Lord's Prayer, yeah. where He invites us to ask God from everything, from like daily bread to the kingdom come. Right. So we're asking for ourselves, and we intercede on behalf of others. Mm-hmm. This is a very important aspect of prayer, and it's one of the most natural things that we do in prayer. I think also that uh, in this part of prayer, there's there's the shaping and forming of faith. And Mm -hmm. we talk about how prayer is uh, a—ultimately, in the context of prayer, one of the things that happens is that we are changed, Mm -hmm. we are shaped, we are formed— into the likeness of God. And I think that's one of the things we have to remember about prayer. It's not only about us asking for things, but it's us knowing more of God and having our hearts, our minds, and our faith shaped into what God wants for us. So we don't master prayer. In prayer, we're mastered by God. Oh, (laughs) yes. Yeah. Uh, But this this is a primary area where that happens because we have to wrestle with when we ask God for things, Sometimes we celebrate God's incredible provision and miracle working, and God provides. But sometimes, when we ask for things, uh, we don't see. We don't see those things uh, answered in the way that we want or right. we think should happen, and so we have to wrestle with that, and that's okay.
1: Yes, and it is okay, and that that can be hard to uh, to understand, sometimes hard to take, and um and and can certainly lead to asking some hard questions. But yeah. it, it is okay, yes. and 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 I think can lead us to a stronger faith in just understanding that. Um, God's ways are not our ways yes absolutely. And, and that there's a bigger picture that we can't always see yeah
0: and that's why it's so important that we are shaped into what God wants us to be yes. yeah uh, and that that's part of what prayer is for us I yes. think yeah this also leads us to the very last one which mm-hmm. is the why of pray which is yield, yield uh yeah. and it's this the idea of yielding to God's desire it's a surrender to who God is and God's way um <laughs> One of the ways it's really kind of neat to think about it, it's almost like um, we are a clenched fist that Mm -hmm. slowly opens. (laughs) (laughs) We're holding on to what we want, but then as we grow in prayers, we grow in our relationship with God and our faith. It's like our fist slowly opens and we surrender everything uh, to God and his way.
1: Yeah, yeah, it reminds me of a... um you know, when when an artist, when a sculptor is uh beginning to work with clay and they start out with just this this hard and cold piece of clay and then as time goes on and they and they, they work the clay and they warm the clay in their hands, then it yeah. becomes pliable and moldable yeah. and, and made into what the artist wants it to be. Yes. And I think, you know, so scripture good. refers to us as the clay, as yep. that that uh, that clump of clay, that's right. That the artist can form, and um, and I think that warming process that yeah. artists go through with their clay, that's prayer. Uh, yes, our, that's that's our our yielding to God and allowing Him to mold and shape us.
0: That's amazing. You're totally right. I think one of the uh, most significant examples in Scripture of this is Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, mm. where He prays. Just He's He He's on His way uh, toward crucifixion, yeah. uh, and he lingers in prayer and he says, God, I don't want to go through this. I don't want to do this. Right. <laughs> if there, if we can do it any other way, let's do that. Yeah. But yeah. then he says, not my will, yours be done. Right. And he heads off to the cross. Yeah. Just amazing uh, surrender. Uh, and God can do incredible things through people who are surrendered. I think there's other aspects to this, which is uh, we surrender just who we are. Uh, mm-hmm. There's elements of confession in here and uh there's asking for deliverance from uh all kinds of different things. Um, but that we end this um, kind of pattern of prayer with just a, a surrender yeah. to what God wants. And uh it's good.
1: It's so good. What a great way to end a time of prayer then to 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 be able to leave that space having left yourself uh, in God's hands, yes. really. in that that um yielded surrendered posture yes
0: absolutely so there you go Uh, a little bit more of a a deeper dive into this uh, message into the idea of prayer Uh, keep it simple keep it up keep it real Mm -hmm. Uh, when you begin prayer prayer maybe a, a great way to develop a rhythm is to pause then rejoice To ask God for what you want, and then to yield to God. Yeah, Uh, that's all good. And our, we really want to, we really hope that all of us who are committed to following Jesus can do our best to have a regular rhythm of prayer in our lives.
1: Yes, yeah, Yeah. it's been good to talk to you about this, and I and I'm looking forward to the resources I know you're posting and. This has been good.
0: Yep. Go to our website and you can get more resources. We'd love to just have more conversation as we go with these things. These are foundational for all of us. So thanks for joining us. Hit that subscribe button so (laughs) that these can come each week to your device. And we're so thankful to be together. Okay. Thanks, Pastor Holly. You bet.